This is Ashley Kelsch, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 76. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Hey, Renegades. Before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you to join my journey for a behind-the-scenes look at my 90-day challenge of no men and celibacy. Some of you have expressed similar interests in doing a man talks, have had questions about the process, and I thought, why not share my experience? You don't have to commit to doing it either, by the way. You can just join in. I'll be sharing how I set goals, the strategies that I use, how I overcome obstacles, which you can use this process to apply to any of your goal setting. It doesn't have to be about the no men's cleanse and no touching. I'll be putting videos up and basically just sharing my drama for 90 days, all my mental mind drama. This community is private and for the femmes only. That's right. No men's, just femmes. If you are interested, head on over to modernrenegades.com forward slash links and click on the 90 day challenge button located at the bottom of the page. If the link is too complicated, head over to my Instagram, Ashley M. Kelsch. There's a link button there and you'll find it. You'll see it. It's a box 90 day challenge join. It's free access. Again, it's private. So I see everyone who joins no tricks, guys. Yeah, I'm excited to share all of this with you and all the things that come up over the next 90 days. So enough of that, enough housekeeping. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Anne Lamont. She's a writer. A few weeks ago, she posted on her Instagram, and it was this image of her and this man who is now her husband. And it said, we met several days after I started receiving Medicare. Never give up. And it got me thinking. If you knew that in one year, five years, or 25 years, you'd meet the love of your life, would you lose your mind to love now? Would every no be the end? Would every breakup be devastating? If you knew and believed that no matter what happened in this lifetime of yours, you were going to meet that person that you would spend your life with, would these relationships with their beginnings and endings be so heartbreaking? Have you ever noticed yourself wanting to hold on to someone even when you know now is not the time or it's not them or thinking he's nice, he's choosing me, it probably won't get better than this? There's this old joke, it's about the Jewish telegram, it goes like this, start worrying, details to follow. You know, unfortunately, we, all of us, seems, we're so worried that we may not end up with the one so worried that we compromise ourselves, our priorities, values, boundaries. We find ourselves doing and acting in a way that it is not aligned with who we are or who we say we want to be. And while we're in this mental space, we try to rush and lock down a relationship so that we can breathe and feel comfortable. And then we attempt to get to know this person and squeeze them into our idea. It's sort of this jump and figure it out on the way down approach. Sometimes it looks like we're looking for somebody, not somebody. Worrying, much like trying to control outcomes, 
pretends to be useful. Your brain certainly thinks it is, but I'm sure after the last couple of years, you, like me, have come to understand that it doesn't matter how much we try to control, fix, or worry about the things. Life and all the circumstances are going to happen. Mother Nature will occasionally be a motherfucker and rain all over your plans. No amount of control will keep your children safe once they leave the womb. As it turns out, the world continues on in chaos and order, doing what it does regardless of your greatest efforts. And the goddesses know, the goddess and the gods, all of the above, no renegades. When it comes to dating, love, and relationships, we really think we're in control, until we're not. That may sound elusive, but I know you know what I'm talking about. Here's something you might want to keep in mind. Anytime you are doing something from scarcity or limiting beliefs, you will create negative results. I'm not saying that you won't end up with the person or the life, but if you're feeling stressed and obsessed trying to get the guy, you will act and behave from this space. It won't feel good in your body. The things that you do, the texting, the communication, it will have this energy and you will be creating and vibrating your experience from that. You may end up with this person and it may be great for you, but you will be on edge the entire fucking time your nervous system wreaking havoc on you. Here's another thing to keep in mind. Worrying about your relationships, dating, and future tripping is distracting you from your life, this moment, all the things you have going on currently. As far as your primitive brain is concerned, there is nothing better than being distracted. Then you don't actually have to do anything, like engage, be uncomfortable, when you worry about not having a person or being alone, what is it that you're really afraid of? Is it loneliness? What are you making it mean about you? That you're a failure? Are you embarrassed? You're not good enough if you don't have someone? I listen to my clients who express beliefs like, of course she got him. Just look at her. Yeah, she's a better choice than me. She has the life that I had now. I wasn't good enough for that. No man ever fights for me. I can't do this anymore. You may want to consider why you're living out this narrative of negativity, these beliefs. Would you be able to explain to me how you are defined by being in a relationship or having a person? How that makes you more lovable or worthy? Like, how is that possible? Who taught you that? When we're judging ourselves, the relationships, or the people around us, we really can't discover what's beneath the surface. We can't inquire, seek, and reveal. I recently adopted a new belief. It's, I'm on a need-to-know basis. Meaning, I can't tell you why this relationship didn't work possibly, right? Like, maybe I didn't hear back from someone. I don't know why. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. What they think. If I'll get married. If I'll complete the 90 days of celibacy. I'll only know after or if the other people involved decide to tell me why they didn't call or why I didn't hear from them or why they left. I can't sit around spinning out in a trance, pretending that I'll figure it all out or that I have the answers or that I know. The one thing I do know is that what I'm supposed to know and when is always revealed exactly when it's supposed to be and not a moment sooner. I have experienced this many times in my life. 
I have a ton of questions that have been left unanswered, but I really try to minimize the time and energy I spend trying to figure them out. I'm on a need-to-know basis. How can we do that? How can we not try to plan, control, or worry about what's going on? Not spin out and figure all the things out. I will tell you how renegades. Plan B. Not B as in the letter, but B as in the verb. We're just going to be right here, right now. We're going to approach this from an abundant state of mind, not one of lack. We aren't hungry. We aren't thirsty. We aren't worried. We know that where we are right now is where we were supposed to be. We can drop an anchor into our reality and the world that we are currently living in. And I mean this as literally as possible. Where are you right now? What is it that you see in front of you? What is your body feeling? How does your breath feel? This. I've been reading this book called Island by Aldous Huxley. And this man shipwrecks. And he's really out of it. He's trying to like, he's in and out of consciousness. He's sort of having these dreams, but he keeps hearing attention, attention. And he doesn't know what it is. And shortly thereafter, some people walk up, some children, and they're helping him. And then he hears it again, attention, attention. And he looks over and he looks at the kids and he's like, what is that? And the kids are like, they're the birds, the birds. They're, They're calling out attention. And he's like, why are they doing that? And they said, to get your attention right here, right now. And these birds on this island They were trained to speak and say, attention, here and now, boys, attention. And that, renegades, is what we want. Attention. Here and now, renegades. Here and now. Can you be with your life, yourself, exactly as it is? Can you believe that your life is going to unfold in ways that you can't even imagine? That the dreams and desires that you have currently are so small compared to what's in store from you. Now, I'm not into like, like that has a little negative charge to it. It's not meant to sound insulting. And I know anyone who manifests like you wouldn't want to be like, these are small dreams. But I have found that for myself personally, that when I wanted something in the past and I've been trying to like make something work and it doesn't and it doesn't and it doesn't and I'm just trying to shove this fucking square peg in a round hole, more than not, when I let it all go and I drop trying to make shit happen, the things that end up working out were so much bigger and greater than I could have even asked for myself. I don't think that big. Like oftentimes, I'm, and I'm always so floored at like, oh my God, thank God that I'm not in charge here. Thank God. Because I don't even know how great it can be. Think about that. That your dreams and desires you have might be just so small compared to what's in store for you that you can't even handle that truth yet. It's so big. That this moment right now, this heartbreak that rejection, that no, is preparing you for what's next. Pay attention. Be present to your world now and be with the lessons here 
and now that you don't, you don't actually have to worry. You are on a need to know basis. Your life is happening and unfolding right in front of you. And there is so much good. Can you see it? Attention here and now renegades. It's human to want, to want love, a person, a companion. It is how we are wired and maybe even why we are here to experience love and joy. Our relationships are where we find so much meaning and there's so much self-discovery. I mean, to connect is, mm, I know you know, but rather than longing for these relationships from a place of not having, can you cushion the desire between all the ones that you actually already have? The great relationship maybe with your mom after all of these years, the fun, crazy friendships that you have, the unconditional loving relationship with your dogs. If you know my Instagram with my Frenchies or you know me and my Frenchies, the love that I have for them is other fucking level. Does it have to do with the fact that they never talk back? Probably can't say for sure. I just know when those little fuckers come running down the hall or towards me, I'm like, oh, it's joy and compassion. It's love and compassion. It's unconditional. Like my whole life lights up. Can I want from that space of having and feeling? Can I squeeze in the romantic connection or the love of my life or my future person from that place? That's how we do it. What we have already is where we want to want from by intentionally focusing on all that we have right here, right now. Can you give your lover, your past relationships, your friendships a good goodbye and trust that if it's meant to be for you and their greater good, it will be? Can you trust that you will meet the one, have the companion, the relationship you've always wanted? It will manifest when it's supposed to and not a moment earlier. And you know what? This goes for work too. Just substitute work if you want. Substitute goal, anything. I don't care. Learning to want from having is what we're talking about. Or are you going to instead let single status or breakup or failure mean this is it and worry and try to force what's not meant to be? Try to make a relationship work that isn't fulfilling to you to continue to pursue a person who says they're ready to move on or make your life without a man mean it's meaningless. Is that what we're looking to do while we're here? If I could guarantee you that you are going to have the relationship you've always wanted, could you just let go of control and the worry and just be? That's my challenge for you renegades not 90 days more like lifetime until next week sending you all my love hey renegades if you're finding the tools and concepts i'm sharing each week about your brain on dating you won't want to miss out on working with me one-on-one i've just launched my program wake up before another breakup and in just eight weeks you won't question if you can trust yourself to date or why you can't find the one Head on over to modernrenegades.com forward slash programs to learn more about it and how you can work with me. Let's learn how to lose ourselves in the moment, not the man.